Riddle number one. Who is guilty? Sherlock Holmes was working on a tricky case. One day he vanished. The only thing John Watson found on his desk was an encrypted note. It looked like this. D plus 1, L plus 1, H plus 1, K plus 1, X plus 1. He knew Sherlock had three suspects, David, Susan, and Emily. Who was behind the disappearance of the famous detective? John Watson cracked the code. D plus 1 equals E, L plus 1 equals M, and so on. Emily knew where Sherlock was. 2. Generous Grandfather Jason and his grandfather were very close. They spent a lot of time together. Their favorite entertainment was to crack detective riddles. Unfortunately, the elderly man passed away unexpectedly. His lawyer informed the relatives that the grandfather had hidden all his money, and he was a wealthy man. The one who would find it would get all the inheritance. Jason realized the grandfather wanted him to get everything. He ran to his office and soon found out where to look for the money. Can you figure it out? There's a cross on the picture with an apple tree that's hanging on the wall. Jason has to look for the money there. 3. The second riddle When Jason reached the tree, he found a small box. Inside, there was a note with a rebus puzzle. After looking at it for a while, the guy darted off. Where did he run? The rebus says back door. That's where Jason headed. There, under the stairs, he found another box with a key to a bank safe deposit box inside. 4. East and West The king's two most trusted bodyguards created a method of keeping their boss safe. With the monarch between them, they were going to stand looking in the opposite directions. One would face the west and the other the east. At the same time, without using any reflective surfaces, they would both see the king clearly. How would they do it? They would be facing each other. 5. Attacked neighbor Detective Oliver Norton was leaving for work in the morning when he saw a man running out of his neighbor's house. He stopped the guy who said his name was Paul. He came to visit his colleague about 30 minutes ago and saw him fighting with a man. The door was locked and Paul couldn't get inside to help. While he was trying to find the way to enter the house, the criminal left. Paul entered and saw his colleague lying on the kitchen floor, unconscious. Oliver and Paul came into the house. Nothing seemed to be out of the ordinary. But after looking around the kitchen, the detective arrested the man. Why? Paul was the one to attack Oliver's neighbor. If his words had been true, fried eggs would have been burned after 30 minutes of cooking. Ethan was in desperate need of a brand new pair of jeans. He came to a large mall, and a couple of hours later, he found his perfect new jeans. However, he didn't buy anything. He got super scared and ran away from the fitting room. Why? 
Ethan glimpsed in a large mirror and realized a guy from the dressing room had his face reflected in the mirror, even though he was standing with his back facing it. So his back somehow had his face reflection. He can't be human. Caroline is always late for work. Every time she hears an alarm clock, she stops it and continues sleeping. As a result, her boss was very unhappy about her being late and told her he would fire her if she was late for work again. A couple of days later, Caroline was late again, but her boss was in a good mood, so he proposed a riddle. If she cracks it, she won't lose her job. Caroline agreed, and the boss asked her, During what month do people sleep the least? This time, the odds were in Caroline's favor. As promised, the boss gave her one last chance. So, what month was it? People sleep the least in February, since it's the shortest month. Alright, this one's pretty short. What can travel around the globe, but always stays in a corner? Sure thing, it's a stamp. Next riddle. There's something you can't keep until you're given it. What's that? Right, it's a promise. Last Saturday, Karen went on an excursion to a gothic castle. Suddenly, she got lost there and started wandering around the castle. A few minutes later, she spotted a silhouette moving towards her. It was a young man. He came up to her and Karen asked him who he was. The man replied, Well, there's something that spends all the time on the floor, but never gets dirty. And by the way, I don't have it. Karen ran away immediately. Why? Well, the shadow spends all the time on the floor and can't get dirty. And if that man doesn't have it, he must be a vampire. A shrill ringing of your phone jolts you awake. Your friend, the best detective in the city, is on the line. I don't have time to explain. I'm leaving the city in 20 minutes. You'll have to replace me for the next week or two. Don't try to contact me. As he hangs up, you're left sitting on your bed, the phone in your hand, staring into the darkness of your room. You have to deal with your first case already in the morning. An anxious man rushes into your friend's office. I work as a cashier in a clothing store. Last night, I was the one to lock it up. As I was counting the money, the room suddenly went dark. There was some problem with the light bulb. I climbed the table and grabbed it. But by doing it, I burned my hand, jerked it back, fell to the floor, and lost consciousness. When I came to my senses, the money was gone. You examine the room attentively and realize the man is lying. What makes you think so? The light bulb the cashier told you about is an LED one. Such light bulbs don't get hot. Your first real case makes you hungry. You go to the nearest restaurant to get something to eat. But as soon as you enter, you hear loud, angry voices. A waitress and a visitor are arguing. You also ordered chicken wings, and you have to pay for this dish. It's the waitress. The visitor looks tired and sleepy. But I didn't. I haven't been here longer than an hour. Yes, I did doze off, but it doesn't mean I don't remember my order. 
you can't help but step in. You know very well that this man couldn't have ordered chicken wings, you say. How did you figure it out? You spotted a note on the wall. It says, the kitchen works till 1 p.m. today. It's now 3 p.m. The man claims he's been there for an hour, which means he came well after the kitchen was closed. After the accident, you decide to have a meal at another cafe. But as you come closer, you see a crying lady. I was going to cross the road when some woman grabbed my purse and disappeared. I noticed her enter this cafe. Can you help me get my things back? You enter the cafe. Ah, that's my purse, right between those two women. But I can't recognize the one who took it. I didn't have time to look at her attentively. You don't need much time to figure out which woman is guilty. It's the one on the left. The woman on the right has her left arm in a cast. If she had taken the purse, she'd have put it on the right side of herself. After such an eventful day, you're exhausted. You fall asleep as soon as your head touches the pillow. But you get woken up just a few hours later. Another day, another case. Oh, you're finally here. A man tied to a chair looks happy. Someone broke into my house this night, tied me, and stole all our valuables. Our mailman came early in the morning to deliver newspapers. He must have heard me shouting for help and called the police. Luckily, all our stuff was insured. But I hope to deal with this problem before my wife finds out about this. You arrest the man for attempting insurance fraud. Why? You paid attention that the newspapers were on the table in the hall, not lying on the floor near the mail slot. Someone must have put them there. It could only be the house owner or his wife, who was an accomplice. Jasper went out in heavy rain with nothing to protect him from it. His hair didn't get wet. Why? Easy peasy. Jasper is bald. There were 12 friends at a party. They wanted to play a game. Eric wanted to be the host, and Jessica came up with an idea. There was a bowl with 12 apples inside. How does Eric need to divide up the apples so that everyone gets one, but one apple remains in the bowl? Eric needs to give 11 people an apple each, and the 12th person gets an apple in the bowl. A grandfather, two fathers, and two sons went to a movie theater together. Each of them bought one movie ticket. One ticket costs $5, and their total was $15. How? Since one ticket costs $5 and they spent $15 in total, it means they purchased three tickets. The grandfather is also a father, and the father is also a son. One day, all the animals on a farm were given some amount of money. A duck was given $11, a spider was given $44, and a bee was given $33. There's a certain logic behind this payment, so how much money would be given to a dog?
The dog would get $22. The animals got $5.50 per leg. A duck has two legs. A spider has eight. And a bee, six. Since a dog has four legs, it would be $22. On the table, there is a row with six cups. The first three cups were empty. Cups number four, five, and six were full. You need to change the order to have an alternation of empty and full cups. You can only touch one cup. And you can't push or move the cups with the help of another cup. How do you do that? Grab cup number five and pour the water into cup two, then put it back. Mary was walking in the woods and suddenly saw a really fancy castle. It was getting late and she thought she might ask for a stay in that castle. It was a wicked troll's castle, and he didn't really like intruders. Mary was captured and locked up in a dark room with two guards. Still, the troll gave her a chance to break free. There are two doors in the room. One door leads to freedom and another one is locked. The guards know which door will set Mary free. She can only ask one question. One of the guards always tells the truth, and another one always lies, and Mary doesn't know who is who. She can only ask one question to one guard only. What question should she ask? If Mary says, If I ask your colleagues to show me the way to freedom, what door will it be? No matter what the guard replies, they will show the locked door. The one that lies will show the wrong door. The one that doesn't lie will show the locked door too. Since it would be chosen by the one who lies, this way, Mary knows the wrong door, and she knows to choose another one. Hey there! Are you ready for another brain workout today? Because I have 30 new riddles for you. I'll show you a pair of people for each one, and you'll have to decide which person doesn't behave wisely. You'll have 7 seconds per riddle to make your decision. Every right answer will award you one point. Ready? Grab a pencil and a piece of paper, and let's get started. Charlotte and Elizabeth are doing some homework. Charlotte is going to iron some clothes, and Elizabeth is about to cook. Who's not being smart? Elizabeth. Charlotte's safe because the iron is turned off. Lucas and Liam are going on a field trip with their kids. Lucas is distracted while his daughter is climbing a tree. Liam is talking to another parent while his son is petting a dog. Who is wrong? Lucas. The branch his daughter is climbing is cracking, and she is about to fall. Ava and Olivia are finally leaving home for their first night out after maternity leave. Ava decides to walk, and Olivia is waiting for a taxi. Who is not ready? Olivia. She forgot to finish her makeup. Michael and Logan are bloggers who take selfies in dangerous places. This time, Michael is taking a selfie while surfing on a huge wave, and Logan is taking one standing on the edge of a bridge. Who is not smart? 
Michael. In Logan's case, at least there are people around who can call emergency services if something goes wrong. Michael is alone. It's early morning. Ian and Nolan are driving their kids to school. Who is not smart? Nolan. His child is not in the car. Jackson and Emma are volunteering at an animal shelter. Jackson is feeding the cats, and Emma is washing the dogs. Who is wrong? Jackson. He gave the cats dog food by mistake. Scarlett and Ellie are going to bed. Scarlett kept her door open so her cat could enter during the night, while Ellie prefers to close her door. Who is not smart? Scarlett. You should always close your bedroom door at night. In case of fire, it'll stop the flames for a while and give you more time. Riley and Isabella are taking their kids to kindergarten. Riley is riding a bike with her daughter, and Isabella and her son are going by car. Who is wrong? Isabella. Her child isn't wearing a seatbelt. Lily and Oliver have job interviews at 4 o'clock. Lily is ironing her best suit, and Oliver is waiting in the hallway wearing jeans. Who's not getting the job today? Lily. She must have forgotten the time. The interview is in 5 minutes, and she's still at home. Sophia and Aiden are working in the garden. Sophia is watering the flowers while her cat is walking around. Aiden is mowing the lawn while his child is playing nearby. Who's not smart? Aiden. It's dangerous to use the lawnmower when children are close by. John and Brandon are making breakfast for their kids. John is making sandwiches, and Brandon is making eggs with bacon. Who is wrong? Brandon. He forgot to turn on the stove. Thomas and Abigail are going on a date. Thomas arrived a half an hour early and decided to buy some flowers. Abigail just returned from London and is driving to meet him. Who is wrong? Abigail. She's driving on the left side of the road. Ryan and Kaylee are having fun outside during their Christmas break. Ryan is learning how to skate on the lake, and Kaylee is skiing in the forest. Who is not smart? Ryan. The ice on the lake is cracking, and there's no one around to help him. Asher and Haley are enjoying their vacations. Asher is chilling at the beach, and Haley is climbing the highest mountain around. Who is not behaving wisely? Asher. Although Haley's activity is quite risky, she seems to be okay. But Asher fell asleep at the beach and is going to get a sunburn. 
Chloe and Avery are having some quality time on Friday. Chloe is reading a book, and Avery is watching a documentary. Who is missing something? Avery. She forgot to turn off the oven, and something's burning. Hannah and Maya are meeting their friends today. Hannah arrived by bike and is waiting for her friend by the house. Maya arrived by car, opened the doors, and is waiting for her friend to come down. Who is not smart? Maya. It's not safe to stay in the car with unlocked doors. A stranger can quickly get in the car and she wouldn't be able to do anything from the front seat. Mason and Jacob are going on a trip to the desert, where they'll spend a whole day. Who is not adequately prepared? Mason. The sun is powerful, and he's not wearing a hat. Emily and Madison are spending their time outdoors, but it's not their lucky day. Emily stumbled and fell in some mud. Madison was swinging but fell. Now, they both are getting up. Who made a mistake? Madison. The swing is still moving, and it may hit her head if she gets up. Aubrey and James are cleaning the house. Aubrey is listening to music while vacuuming the living room, and James is washing the windows. Who is not being smart? Aubrey. The vacuum cleaner isn't plugged in. Mia and Ethan are going on summer vacation. Mia is going to Greece, and Ethan is visiting his brother in Sydney. Who is not smart? Ethan. He's packed shorts and swimwear, but he won't need them because it's winter in Australia. Carter and Layla are in a hurry for work. Carter is walking while talking on his phone, and Layla is running while texting. Who's going to be late? Layla. She's looking at her phone and doesn't see the pit she's about to walk into. A businessman arrived at his office and found that some very important documents had disappeared from his desk. Police suspect three people, Amy, Carla, and Mike. Each of them said, however, that they hadn't even been to the office. Who was lying? It was Mike. Both Amy and Carla are wearing high heels, while the dirty footprints on the floor were clearly left by sneakers. The king of a faraway kingdom was getting old and started to think of announcing his heir. He had three daughters, each with her own virtues, and the king couldn't decide which of them would be the best queen. Then, one of his counselors suggested an idea. The king should give each of his daughters a teapot filled with water, and the daughter whose pot started to boil first would be proclaimed the heiress. When the day of decision came, the three princesses started boiling water. Two of them really wanted to become the next queen, but in the end, 
the one that didn't want the throne won the competition. How did that happen? The two princesses who lost were a bit too eager. They constantly raised the lids of their pots to check if the water was boiling. And the third didn't care. So the water in her pot began boiling first. In the busiest street of a big city, there was a shoe cleaner who got lots of clients. He offered his services to everyone for free. But anybody who stopped and took his offer left him money before heading off again anyway. Why did they do that? He cleaned only one shoe for free, and if the client wanted their second shoe cleaned, they had to pay. Aaron was a poor teacher in a rural school. On the 13th of February, the day before St. Valentine's, he unexpectedly received a letter saying that his rich great-aunt had left him a huge inheritance. The next day, three of his colleagues, Sarah, Carrie, and Martha, sent him love letters. Can you tell who was genuinely in love with him and who was only pretending to take advantage of his newfound wealth? Carrie was the honest one. She's wearing a necklace with A and C engraved on it, which stands for Aaron and Carrie. Clearly, Aaron gave it to her as a gift because they'd been dating even before he got the inheritance. Jonathan spent several days in a hospital, although he never even entered the place through any doors. What's more, when he was released, he was perfectly healthy, but still had to be carried out of there. Why? Because Jonathan was a newborn baby. A village in the far north has found itself in big trouble. Someone has poisoned the lake, which was the only source of drinking water for the dwellers. When the police arrived to the place, all they saw was a set of weird prints on the snow. There were footprints between two parallel lines. They didn't know the name of the culprit, but they at least knew who they had to look for. Can you follow their logic? The police were looking for a person in a wheelchair and their helper. The wheels would leave those parallel lines, and the helper had to push the chair and would leave the footprints. Jack and his business partner decided to celebrate a very profitable contract they'd recently signed. They both loved hiking, so Jack suggested going to the Alps for a climbing trip. His partner gladly agreed, and Jack took it upon himself to arrange their little vacation. However, the trip went terribly wrong, and Jack's partner got lost in the mountains. Jack couldn't find him, and neither could the rescuers. But upon returning home, Jack was arrested after the police got a call from his travel agent. Why?
The travel agent told the investigators that Jack only bought one return ticket for himself. For his partner, he bought a one-way ticket. Someone had broken into Mr. Jenkins' house and taken all his valuables while he was on vacation. His neighbor, Mr. Brown, called the police to tell them about it because he'd witnessed the event. He said he'd come back from work late and saw the lights were on in Mr. Jenkins' house. Mr. Brown knew his neighbor was away, so he carefully approached the window to look inside. The glass was frosted over, so he breathed on it to melt the ice and saw a man in a gray hoodie stuffing valuables into a blue backpack. Then Mr. Brown ran home and called the police. The officers listened to the story and immediately arrested Mr. Brown. Why? The dutiful neighbor had one detail wrong in his story. Windows become frosted over from inside. Then how could he have melted the frost with his breath from the outside? One rainy morning, Miss Riley left her house in a hurry and forgot some very important documents on her desk. She came back in an hour, but the document was gone. She gathered everyone who was in the house that day and questioned them. Ryan, the cook, said he'd been preparing dinner and didn't even set foot in Miss Riley's room. Sal, the janitor, said he'd only come in, turned on the lights to see if cleaning was needed, and left. Rose, the gardener, said she'd been busy watering the plants outside and didn't come into the house at all. Who took the document? It was a collective job. All of Miss Riley's employees were guilty. It was early in the day, so it would have made more sense for the cook to prepare lunch. For the same reason, the janitor wouldn't have needed to turn on the lights. And it was also raining, so the gardener wouldn't have to water the plants outside. There are four glasses on the table in front of you. Each of them is filled with water to the exact same level. And in each of them, there's an object. In the first glass, there's a baseball. In the second, a pencil eraser. In the third, a wristwatch. And in the fourth, a paperclip. Which of the glasses has more water than the rest? The fourth glass. If you take out the objects from their glasses, the water level will drop because they'll stop taking up the volume. The paperclip is the smallest object, so there's more water in that glass. Humanity is coming to its end. The last man on Earth is going about his day, working the field, gathering wood for the fire, making supplies for the winter. At the end of the day, he's getting ready for bed when he hears a knock on the door. He isn't scared and goes to open it. Who's standing behind the door? A woman. Mark's best friend, James, lives in another city, and his birthday is soon. So Mark decides to send him a present. James loves playing golf, 
and Mark buys him an expensive golf club. But there's a problem. The best postal service in his town only accepts packages no bigger than 3 feet to a side, and the club is 4 feet long. Still, Mark found a solution. What was it? Mark bought a square box with a side of 3 feet and put the club inside it diagonally. Jenny's sister goes to a private party to which Jenny wasn't invited. Envious, Jenny still decides to go but finds out there's a guard at the entrance who asks all visitors for a password. She hides around the corner and eavesdrops on the other guests. One couple approaches the guard and he says 11. They reply 9 and he lets them pass. The next visitor is a guy to whom the guard says 6. He answers with 4, and the guard lets him through. Certain that she gets the principal, Jenny comes out of the shadow. The guard looks at her and says, 110. Jenny replies, 108. But the guard doesn't let her through. What's the correct answer? The answer's 90. If you write 11 in Roman characters, it'll look like this, xi. 9 is its mirror image, ix. Same with 6 and 4. With 110, it's cx. And 90 is xc. A man came to the police, claiming that a very valuable briefcase was forcefully taken from him in the street. When an officer asked the man if he could describe the person who had done it, the man said he was wearing a full motorcycle outfit, leather pants, a thick leather jacket, and a helmet. The culprit tore the briefcase from the man's hands, hopped on his motorbike, and left. Still, the man noticed the criminal dropped something and picked it up. Turned out, it was his glasses. The man took them to the police as evidence. After a few more questions, the man was taken into custody for fraud. Why? If the culprit was wearing a helmet, then how could he have lost his glasses? A married couple were staying at a hotel. One night, they had an argument, and the man went out to cool off but forgot both his room key and his phone. When he returned, he saw an unconscious man lying on the floor next to his and his wife's room door. The police arrived and questioned them both. The wife told them she'd heard a knock on the door and thought it was her husband, so she opened it right away. Then the man pushed her, so she smacked him on the head with a candle holder and closed the door from inside. Still, the police took her into custody. Why? The woman thought it was her husband but still approached the door with a candle holder in her hands. That means she wanted to hit him with it in the first place. Mmm, lights out! Wow! While working late at night in a top-secret laboratory, Michael finally managed to create the DNA of a hybrid monstrous creature. After all that hard work, 
he decided to grab a quick coffee and donut as a little reward. But he came back and saw that the specimen had disappeared from the incubator. Hmm. Michael lined up Ryan, Jeff, and Laura and confronted them. Who took an important top-secret piece of research I was working on? Ryan said he'd been busy doing some additional research on a separate project and had no idea what was going on. Jeff said he hadn't touched the hybrid creature and had been in the archives digging through some files he needed. And Laura said she'd been in the bathroom the whole time. So who took the specimen? Michael never mentioned that he was dealing with a hybrid monstrous creature. Jeff just let himself get caught. Better think smart next time. Anne absolutely loathes winter. But just like anyone else, she has to go out and do stuff. She had just moved to a snowy city for work and experiences some of the coldest winters. But she managed to make it to the mall to do some quick shopping through a huge blizzard. When she came back to her parked car, she discovered that someone broke into it and took her belongings. When the police lined up the three suspects, they each gave their stories. Francesca said she had been polishing her car outside and didn't know anything. Ned said he had been shopping for clothes. And Earl said he had been sitting in a cafe on the upper floor of the mall. The police arrested the suspect. Who was it? Francesca. She was polishing her car outside in the middle of a blizzard? That's not only illogical, but not safe either. She just gave herself away. You wake up and find yourself trapped in a room with four doors in front of you. You don't have enough time to choose which door leads to freedom. You hear a monster coming, so you check out the doors quickly. The leftmost door has a sign on it saying, take the door on the right to break free. The second door also has a sign saying, it's the right door. The third door has a sign, freedom is just right in front of you. And the last door has a sign, don't trust the signs. Which door should you choose? The last door. It says not to trust the signs, but it doesn't mean that they're lying. The first door says to take the door on the right. Not necessarily the last door on the right, but just the one on the right. The second one says it's the right door. Not the correct door, but the right door, as in the door on the right. The third door says freedom is just right in front of you. That just doesn't make any sense, does it? So it's the last door on the right that leads to freedom. Mason was extremely happy when he got the news that his sister Jane was coming to town. He had just started a new job and couldn't wait to host her for the first time. She was only able to see some nice pictures of the places he visited, including where he lived. When he picked her up from the airport, he noticed something slightly off about her. She was robotic with her responses and seemed stiff with her movements. She wouldn't eat and only insisted that she wanted to rest up. Strange. Had he been watching too much sci-fi? After a while, Mason hears a knock on the door, and to his surprise, it's Jane. But I thought… Jane tells him that the Jane in his apartment is an imposter. 
When the Jane in the bedroom goes out and sees the other Jane sitting on the couch, they're both in shock. They both try to convince Mason that they're the real Jane. But who will Mason believe? normal to come back from a trip pretty tired and wanting to rest. But how did the second Jane know where Mason lived without prior knowledge? And she didn't even break a sweat running up to the apartment. On a nice day, Vivian, who lived in a town on the seashore, decided to go for a hike alone. But after hours of trekking, she ended up on a section of the forest she wasn't familiar with. Before her were three paths. One path had bare footprints leading away. Another had human shoe prints, and the third was right by the river. Which one should Vivian take to find her way? The river path. Since she lives in a coastal town, the river mouth most likely ends up in the sea. That way, she could figure out where she is. Melissa is sharing a train car with three other people. It's a very hot day, and the air conditioner doesn't even work. James starts complaining and only calms down after opening the window. Melissa lays down her red silk scarf her grandmother gave her next to her. Judith compliments it. Robert, a senior, mentions that he forgot to bring a gift for his wife who will pick him up from the train station. James has a crush on Judith. After a while, Melissa goes to the bathroom and comes back to find the scarf missing. Who was the one who took it? None of them. It was a hot day and James opened the window. The wind sent the scarf flying right out of it. Some zombies have Diego trapped in a room. They're surrounding him. He's stuck and can't escape. Their arms are breaking in and reaching for him. When Diego looks around, he realizes that he's in a small newspaper stand with magazines and pocketbooks. And looking around him more attentively, he finds a roll of tape nearby. How can he avoid those nasty bites? The only way for Diego to escape will be to tape those magazines around crucial parts of his body where they can't lay his teeth on him. It'll be light enough for him to run away from the zombies without getting hurt. Plus, he'll have plenty of reading material for the road. Evan got lost in a forest, and just his luck, it was snowing. The only thing the police searching for him found were four parallel lines leading into the forest. Something doesn't seem right, they thought, and took several people into questioning. Nick said he had been at the store buying some groceries. Vanessa said she had been babysitting. Christina had been at work the whole time. After hearing the stories, they arrested Nick. Why? Nick was in a wheelchair. The four parallel lines were left by Nick rolling into the forest and back out. 
It's the beginning of a new school year, and Dave started a new job as a computer studies teacher at a local high school. Another fellow teacher, Roy, didn't really welcome him because he wanted that position. But at the end of the day, there was a security breach which leaked out a lot of important information about the school. When the police questioned everyone, including Roy and Dave, they each gave their stories. Dave said, I was checking exam papers and was at the staff room the whole time. Roy said, I was preparing homework for my classes when everything happened. Who should the police arrest? Who was lying? Dave. There wouldn't be any exams on the first day of school. Gareth is in a pickle. He's at the police station looking at the lined-up suspects, one of whom stole Beth's bag while she was having a picnic in the park. He observes them. Beth describes the culprit as someone big, no hair, and wearing a black jacket. All the men lined up match the description. Gareth looks at each of them, and they all have one distinct trait that makes them stand out from each other. Suspect number one has a beard. Number two is wearing shorts. And number three is wearing glasses. Gareth knows immediately who to arrest. Who is it? Suspect number one has dirt all over his boots. The rest are all clean. He ran through the mud tracks while Beth was having a picnic. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.